Hello and welcome to the Slow Down and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stark, and this podcast is all about how we can move at a more natural, less busy pace so we can have beautiful, calm and abundant lives. Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's episode, which is episode 29, which I can't believe it. You know how time just flies at the moment? It's the same with podcast episodes. I can't believe I've already done 29 episodes. Uh, and it, yeah, it's completely flown by. I look at that number and I go, really? Wow. Okay, great. <laughs> ah. So I'm very excited today to talk about slowing down and thriving. So even though obviously the whole podcast is about that, I thought it was good to do an episode kind of talking about my views on what that is and how that looks. And obviously it can look different for everyone. And before I get into all of that, I wanted to let you guys know, in case you don't know, I do business coaching. I call it mindful business coaching. And I've got space for more one-on-one clients. If it's something that you've been thinking about needing help with in your business, what I really love working with is why we're doing what we're doing. So more of the mindset things, our blocks, what it is, the bad patterns that we have that mean that maybe we're stressed or burnt out or you're maybe currently fatigued and want to be doing business in a different way. So it's really helpful to have an outside eye looking in and being like, oh, well, can you see that you've got this belief and this is going on? And, you know, like, can you allow yourself to actually operate like this instead of this? I like to work with your intuition as well. I think that's a really important part of really understanding how you operate and how you work. And then because I have experience in wholesale business, retail business, service business, I'm also so happy to go through all the practical things as well. Like if there's certain areas that you're struggling with, whether that's cash flow, structure, systems, marketing, there's all that side as well. So if there's something you're needing help with, feel free to reach out. We can just have a chat about what you need and how I might be able to help. You can get in touch with me over at Slow Down and Thrive on Instagram. Send me a DM and I'd be happy to chat with you. So slowing down and thriving. So I, I love the name of this podcast because it really just says what it is. It's about slowing down and thriving. I am here to really spread the word that in order to have a successful business, you do not have to work hard. It makes me really angry, that small business rhetoric that's going around that, oh, you know, you've got a small business, you really have to work hard, otherwise you're not going to get anywhere. You know, you have to work really long hours and give it everything you've got. And I think that just leads to burnout. And I'm seeing it everywhere and over and over again. And so I really want to sort of be that voice going, you don't have to do it. I see lots of people who are successful in their business doing it from a place that is in alignment with their energy. And most of the people I kind of talk to, unfortunately, have gotten there because they've burnt themselves out like I did. And they had to kind of work out the hard way that that's not the way to go about doing it, that our health is really important. Uh, You know, I've heard of people being hospitalized before they kind of go, oh, crap, I actually, I can't keep going how I'm going. It's not sustainable, especially if you are a more feminine energy person. It's not sustainable to constantly be in that drive, 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 push, push, push energy. It's very draining. So I really do believe that you can work at a pace that feels really good and still be really successful in your business, whatever that looks like for you, whether that means that your sales are really good or you've got lots of money coming in so that you can actually have more time freedom or money freedom. Most business owners get into business because they want freedom. And I totally get that because that's why I did it as well. And I love the freedom I have now. So obviously I'm living the more extreme example of slowing down and thriving. And I really want to push that 
outer edge of it where I really try not to do anything unless it feels good. And I have a very slow life. I have lots of time, lots of time to rest, lots of time to do fun things, lots of time to catch up with friends. And I'm still doing what I need to do to create and maintain my business in a thriving manner. Now, not everyone's going to be where I'm at, obviously, and I think there's different scales for that. And maybe you want to get to that place where you have ultimate time freedom. And that might be the goal that you're working towards. But I also know there's lots of people who might be in that stage where you're just super busy. There's just lots to do. There's always things on the to-do list, so many demands for your attention, and you really feel like you can't prioritize yourself. You can't take time for yourself. And so... Maybe you're in that place of just needing to take those first few steps to really show yourself that it's okay to take time for yourself, that your business won't fall down to the ground, your responsibilities won't crumble, people aren't going to get super upset if you take an afternoon off. I think sometimes we get into that place where we really pile on those responsibilities, whether that's to our staff or our business, our customers, our family. And yet when we learn to actually look after ourselves first, that's when we actually have the energy to be of service to our family, to our business, to our customers. And once you start to show yourself that energy exchange, when you look after yourself, more comes in for you. You have more energy also to then give out. You then start to change how you do things and you actually start to go, oh, I can give to myself first. So I know it can be really uncomfortable to make changes because everything that you're doing currently is a habit. Yeah, it's something you either think you have to do or you're stuck doing it or you just do it because that's the way you've always done it. And making those first little changes, like it might be taking an afternoon off during the week. That might be your, your like big step, right? That might feel really edgy. You might have lots of feelings of guilt coming up and lots of racing thoughts about, oh my gosh, I'm being so irresponsible and indulgent and I'm lazy. You know, that's what comes up for most of us, yeah? And it's about actually retraining the mind and being like, I am allowed to look after myself. I am allowed to give this time to myself. I know that it's going to actually be really good for me and therefore good for my business. So those uncomfortable guilt feelings will be there. Take the afternoon off and maybe you allow yourself to enjoy some of it, maybe all of it. Maybe it'll feel really awesome and nourishing and maybe you'll just nap the whole time or maybe you'll go out into nature or whatever it is that's nourishing for you. And then just watch and see what happens. Does something else come in? Does an exciting like email pop in the next day being like, you know, say if you're a product business, you know, a big order comes in. Something will happen that will be like, oh, actually, Not only did my business not fall over because I took the afternoon off, but actually some good is coming back as well. And on the flip side of that, if the only thing that happens is that you felt good, then that is worth it. This is about retraining our bodies and our minds that we are not machines. We are not designed to go, go, go all the time. You know, we are part of nature. And if you look at nature, there are cycles. You've got your summer where it's, you know, high energy, lots of things to do, lots of activity. And then you move into autumn, that's slowing down. And then winter where it's the death cycle, it's the rest, it's the coming in and rejuvenating in order to then go out into spring where it's that coming alive again. So these cycles 
are important and it's part of us. And if you're a woman, uh, of course, we have that cycle within our period and it can be really awesome to work with that. Our inner winter, um, maybe resting more during inner winter. And then when you're ovulating, that's your summer. And that's when you can actually naturally have more energy. And that's when you might want to be doing more, taking more action. So I know I really use those cycles of my period so that when I do have that energy in the middle of my cycle, I am more active and I'm I'm getting more done because I also know that come to my bleed, I'm going to be quieter and I'm probably not going to work much at all. So there's lots of different ways to work with that up and down. Don't make yourself feel bad if you can't keep up with a constant production of energy to do things because it's just not natural. It's not how we're designed it's how we've been taught and it's how we're shown but it's not what we're designed to do so if you're struggling to slow down it's probably something to do with something you believe or think so it's really worth catching your thoughts when you are in that overwhelm and you're still just wanting to push rather than back off and take a break if there's something driving you that's not healthy, that's when you need to look at your mindset. And I'll post a link in the show notes to an episode about mindset and why we might be driven to achieve things that isn't in alignment. So you want to make sure that you're really on top of how your mind is thinking so that when thoughts do come up around it's indulgent or I feel really guilty about resting, you're aware of them and you get to choose something different. You get to actually choose to choose yourself first and be like, I'm actually worth looking after. I really trust that the universe has my back and if it feels really, really important to rest, then there's got to be a reason for that and I can trust that that's okay to rest and follow my intuition that's telling me to rest or to take a break or to go for a walk, that I can trust my intuition and trust that that is the best thing to do in this moment and that that big to-do list and all the things that my mind is telling me I need to do isn't the priority. So trust is definitely a huge part of this. It's about being courageous, especially if you're in that really, really busy phase and it seems a little impossible to slow down. You have to trust. You have to know where it is that you want to be. So maybe that's a first step is actually going, how do I want my lifestyle to look? How do I want to feel? What kind of time and money freedom do I want? What kind of abundance do I want? How much time do I want to have with my children? How much time do I want to have to just go out and enjoy myself? So where do you want to get to? And then actually being really courageous and brave to take the first little steps. Like I said, maybe it's taking an afternoon off. Or maybe it's not trying to get 60 things done in one day. And maybe just intuitively kind of looking at your list and being like, what's a healthy and realistic version of my to-do list that I can do today? Maybe it's doing four things. And that that's okay. And maybe I'll feel really awesome and feel like I've achieved when I've done those four things. And I'm not going to beat myself up because I didn't do all 60. Because I remember I used to have a very unrealistic to-do list. And I used to get really annoyed with myself that I didn't get everything done because I just had this very unrealistic expectation of myself. And then slowly I just learned. It's like, what's actually important? What are the things that actually need to be done? And that list, trust me, That list is a lot smaller than you think it is. So get clear on where it is you're going in terms of your lifestyle, in terms of wanting to get to this place where you can work at a beautiful pace and still have a beautiful thriving business. Take those first little steps. 
Use your intuition to kind of guide you where it is, where is it that I want to be slowing down and I'm just feeling a bit sticky and a bit, ugh, a bit uncomfortable like, about actually doing it. And then can you be brave enough to just try it, even just for a day or a week? Just try following the intuition and, and it's like, oh, I know I have all these things to do, but my intuition is actually saying that today is not the day to do those things. Just give it a go and then just notice what happens. So this is all a process. It's not overnight. It took me years to get to where I am now. And I'm so thankful. Like I remember working ridiculous, like ridiculous hours, like gluing jewelry together at like 10 p.m. because there was a market in a day's time, you know, like so much stress, so many hours doing lots and lots of different things. And then I just had to learn through the hard way over time that actually the more I looked after myself, the more my business was okay. And then it actually started to grow without me needing to do all the things that I thought I had to do. Like I remember when I first found myself moving to Byron Bay about seven years ago, and that just happened through such a strong intuitive push. I certainly wasn't, it wasn't something that my mind created. I wasn't like, oh, I want to move to Byron. It just, it just happened. (laughs) And I found myself within about a two week space, kind of uh, first coming here for a week holiday post a trade show. uh, And then kind of going, oh, 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 I'm moving here and I have a place and oh, geez. Okay. And and at that time, I was still working every day in the Wheatbag Studio. Um, I had help, which is, you know, a very important part of this whole journey is when you can get help, get help. So at this stage, I was growing enough that I had someone in the studio helping, but I was still there all day, every day, hands on, doing everything as well. And then when I found myself, you know, however many thousands of kilometers away, I think it's Oh, I can't even guess, 2,000, no, 1,000 kilometers away, I think, in a different town to where my studio was, I was forced to actually take a step back and that was the best thing. So I was still working, you know, trying, well, my mind was telling me I needed to work nine to five still every day. <laughs> then I learned. And, but then I was starting to really follow my intuition and I was like, I'm, it's a, such a beautiful blue sunny day. I just, I'm going to go to the beach. And it felt really naughty. <laughs> felt really naughty to be going to the beach when I knew that the the woman I had hired to look after the studio and to do the sewing and sort of some of the like day-to-day management of the studio I knew she was working and so it was learning how to really work with the mind and to be it's okay like I run this business I own this business I get to do what feels good for me so I would go to the beach feel so good and feel so amazing I'd come back and just smash up my work because I was like super high from being in the water so that was part of my journey was actually physically removing myself and then being like oh actually my business is doing really well I have awesome people that are doing the actual sewing and making and all of that I'm still running the you know, the sales and marketing side of the business. And actually, the more time I'm taking to do things like go to the beach in the morning, even though it's after 9am, dun, 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 actually, my business is growing and I felt better. So when I first got to Byron, I was really burnt out. Like I needed actually a lot of sleep and being in nature, I was in this beautiful forest cabin, naturally forced me to be in that slower pace so that my body could repair and it really needed it. And yet my business still grew. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. 
I did not have the energetic capacity to hold a bigger business when I was working in it so much and was exhausted and tired. I was blocking myself because I was like, wow, I'm already this tired. If the business grew, that just means I have to work harder and I don't want to do that. So when I actually proved to myself, oh, my business can still run and do all the things it needs to do, especially when I'm looking after myself, I then allowed more energetic capacity to come into the business so that I could attract more sales. My body felt safe because it knew it wasn't going to get burnt out by having more and more sales coming through. And I was no longer blocking that money flow. So that was really important. By improving my energy, I improved the energy of the business and improved the amount of money that could come in. And so while to some people it might seem really indulgent to be taking time off to go swim and have fun at the beach instead of working in the business, it's just a different way of being and a different way of looking at it. It's a game of energy. It's a game of working with your energy. It's a game of trusting yourself, trusting the universe to provide you what you need, especially when your energy is feeling good and you're in alignment. It's the law of attraction, right? We attract things that are similar to our energy. So when we're feeling open and free and flowing, guess what our business is? Our business is also open and free and flowing. As we slow down and as we start to breathe more because we're letting our bodies be felt, we're allowing our bodies to feel good, we are feeling good, then the energy of the business feels good too. And if you happen to be a little bit further along in your journey where your business really is humming along and you're finding yourself with more time, Maybe you've outsourced a lot of different tasks and you're really just getting to that place where you're doing all the things in the business that light you up. That's such an awesome place to be. So then how much more can you push it? Like that's where I was the last year or two. It's like, how can I, how can I really push this way of being? And it was around this time I did Jess Lively's playtime course, which was 30 days of only doing what feels good. So you don't plan anything. You just in every moment go, what feels good to do now? What feels good to do now? What feels good to do now? And that's super challenging, but it was such a beautiful experiment to run over 30 days. Uh, It's good to do 30-day challenges like that because you can then tell your mind, hey, mind, this isn't a lifestyle change. We're just trying it out. It's just for fun. We're just like playing. And then, of course, by the time you get to the end of the 30 days, it's a bit more of a habit and it's something that becomes a bit easier to do. So I did the 30 days of playtime and it really helped me push the edges, the boundaries of doing things only when it feels good. And so, of course, this brings me to a really important point is that just because you're slowing down you're resting more, you're working at a pace that works for you, it doesn't mean you're not taking action. So if you have intentions for your business, intentions for your life, then of course there are steps and certain things that you want to do. So it's still really important to take action and this is where balance comes in. Yeah, so not doing too much and not doing too little. It's that nice little sweet spot in the middle where you're taking action that feels good and feels aligned and you're doing it at a time of the week and time of the day that feels aligned. So for example, I always know that I want to record an episode of this podcast in my week and you know I'll have lots of different uh, appointments and things to do and then I'll be like, mm, okay, where's my afternoon or morning where I'm going to record the podcast? And I'm making sure that I'm doing it at a time that feels good. So yesterday I was like, oh, yeah, I could do it today. But then I was in my body. I was a bit like, no, nah, I'm not, not feeling it today. Uh, can I, I think I'll just do it tomorrow. And that's not me procrastinating. I actually checked in with myself and my intuition and I asked, 
what's in the best alignment for me? Is it to do the podcast today or to do the podcast tomorrow? And my answer that I heard was tomorrow and that's today. And I feel really good about doing the episode right now versus yesterday when it felt more aligned to do other things. So it's trusting that, of course, you have steps and actions to take, but it's about not forcing yourself to do them when it doesn't feel aligned to do it just because it's on your to-do list and your mind is telling you you have to get it done. Again, trust. Trust that you'll come to a point in your week or your day where that thing will feel really alive and really good to do. You know, I even did my BAS statement uh, for those in Australia, GST, it's kind of like your, your tax uh, that we have to do every quarter. I did that Monday and I I didn't feel like doing the week before or the week before, but then suddenly on Monday I was like, yeah, I feel like doing it. And I sat down, took me 10 minutes, boom, done. So even really boring things like tax, I always say you'll still find a time when that feels the most aligning thing to do. And so it's finding out what's your version of taking action because you might be someone that loves to take lots of action. So that's awesome. Go, do, do the thing. Make sure you're looking after yourself at the same time. Or if you're someone that is really quite a slow-paced person and you don't like taking huge amounts of action during the day, then that's okay. You know, I could even be controversial here and say, we don't actually need to do anything, really. Like this idea of getting somewhere and achieving is still, you know, a human mind-based concept. So if you look at Eckhart Tolle, he supposedly sat on a park bench for two years after he became enlightened because he was in such a state of bliss, he didn't need to do anything. Like there was no concept of that for him. Now, obviously, we're not all enlightened and we still are very much living in this human world with human constraints around money and uh, exchange of money for things like food and shelter. So I'm not suggesting that we go that extreme, but a lot of spiritual teachers do say that we, we actually could live in the present moment and do no planning at all and just do whatever it is that's in alignment for us in that moment and still be totally fine in terms of having enough food and being able to pay rent and things like that. But it would take such a huge amount of trust. And I came across this guy, and I wish I could remember the name, I'm sorry I don't, uh, who literally just lived moment to moment and travelled around the world and just experiences and all the things that he needed, you know, when he needed a car to get to a certain place, something would happen, and when he needed a place to stay, things would happen, and, and things would just always come to him because he was in such a state, such a state of trust and flow. But again, that requires huge amounts of trust. I know I couldn't do it. I'm very trusting of the universe and my intuition, but I still know that my mind would create an issue around trusting that all my needs would be met in each moment. Maybe one day, you know, one day I'll get there. But for now, I am existing in that place where a little bit of planning and security is needed still. And so it's okay to have goals, to have intentions, to, to have ideas and desires about where you want to be. And desires around what you want as well, whether that's physical things or how you want your business to look or the certain amount of money that you want your business to to earn. That's okay to have those desires too. So that is the thriving part of thriving. It's the knowledge that we can really work with ourselves, our body, our energy, and still have all the things that we desire because we are creating our reality and we get to create it how we want it to be. It just takes knowing what's going on in your beliefs, knowing how your mind is thinking and what it's creating, knowing what you want, taking the action to do new things so that you are creating new habits and you are starting to create a lifestyle that's even more and more joyful. 
has even more and more freedom through taking these little steps bit by bit by bit. So let yourself experiment. See if you can just loosen the reins a little bit on this control and the need to do, do, do so much. See where you can allow more space, more time for yourself. Allow a little bit more freedom in. Or if you already have lots of freedom, how can you allow even more freedom in? How can you really push the envelope of enjoying yourself? How can you let even more pleasure into your life? How can you enjoy life more? And then watch how that transforms the energy and the flow that's happening in your business. And then let me know about it. I want to hear. So I love having people on here as part of a series called Slowing Down Stories, which is about interviewing other people who have the same experience that I have had. So you're not just being like, oh, yeah, well, that's Kim. She just has luck or whatever it is, you know, like it's like, no, this is what's happening with other people as well. So I'd love to hear stories. And we've got some guests coming up who have a similar story to tell, which is very exciting. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. And I hope that wherever you are, you're having some fun and you're enjoying your day. And I look forward to chatting with you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And join me over on Instagram at Slow Down and Thrive for more daily tips and messages.